Hi everyone, welcome back to Daily Manna, where we're learning to feed on the Word of God chapter by chapter. Today we're in 1 Thessalonians chapter 2. In this chapter, we don't have much that is weighty or deep. We don't have profound doctrines. Instead, we have a word that can be compared to the way parents speak to their young children. This chapter may not be a chapter full of revelation, but it carries much feeling like a parent would have for their children. So here, Paul likens himself and the apostles both to a nursing mother and to an exhorting father. This means that the apostles were mothers and fathers to the new believers, the Thessalonians, and they regarded the believers as their own children under their fostering care. Just as parents care for their children, fostering their growth, so the apostles care for these new believers. In verse 1, it says, For you yourselves know, brothers, our entrance to you, that it has not been in vain. The apostle stresses again their entrance to the believers. In chapter 1, verse 5, Paul said, For our gospel did not come to you in word only, but also in power and in the Holy Spirit and in much assurance, even as you know what kind of men we were among you for your sake. The apostles not only preached the gospel, they lived it. Their ministering of the gospel was not only by word, but also by a life that displayed the power of God, a life in the Holy Spirit and in the assurance of their faith. They were the pattern of the glad tidings that they spread. So this shows us that their manner of life played a great role in infusing the gospel into the new converts. It was not only what the apostles said, but what mattered more was what kind of persons they were in their living and conduct. Their living brought many to believe in the Lord Jesus. In verse 7, Paul says, But we were gentle in your midst, as a nursing mother would cherish her own children. Cherishing implies that there is a tender, loving care, and it also includes nourishing, which implies feeding. So Paul regarded himself as a cherishing one, not merely as one who serves. Even though Paul was a brother, he considered himself a nursing mother, and he had no thought of position, dignity, or authority. The thought of being a nursing mother is very different from the thought of dignity or position. What position does a nursing mother have? What rank or dignity or authority belongs to a mother? Her dignity consists in nourishing and cherishing her own children and taking care of them in a tender way. So Paul certainly did not control the believers. Rather, he cherished them and his care for them was full of tenderness. In verse 8, Paul continues, Yearning in this way over you, we were well pleased to impart to you not only the gospel of God, but also our own souls, because you became beloved to us. The word yearning here indicates being affectionately fond of, like a nursing mother affectionately interested in her own child whom she nourishes and cherishes. This was what the apostles did with the new believers. They not only imparted the gospel to them, they also imparted their own souls. 
And Paul's word in verse 8 about imparting their own souls can be compared to his word in 2 Corinthians 12 about being spent for the sake of the believers. So Paul was willing to spend not only what he had, but was willing to spend himself, his very being. The apostles were willing to impart what they were into the believers. And this can be compared to a nursing mother giving herself to her child. I thought of an example of mothers waking up several times in the middle of the night to nurse their child. I mean, what mother likes to wake up in the, in the middle of the night? No one. But they are willing to be spent, right? Willing to give themselves up for their child. In verse 11, Paul likens himself to a father exhorting his children. So, in cherishing the believers as their own children, the apostle considered themselves as nourishing mothers. And in exhorting them, they considered themselves as fathers to them. What a pattern we see in Paul and the apostles. If we consider our own experiences, we've received some kind of shepherding. Whether it's a car ride to and from the airport, that's cherishing or someone calling you early in the morning to read the word with you or to pray with you, that's nourishing. And these are just a couple of examples. But I hope that there is some realization that these ones are really imparting their souls because they care about you. They care about your growth in life. And as ones who received such a care, we also need to be a pattern to others and foster them, cherishing them as mothers and exhorting them as fathers to walk worthily of God. This is verse 12, so that you might walk in a manner worthy of God, who calls you into his own kingdom and glory. To walk worthily of God is actually to live God like the apostles did to the Thessalonians. Only a life that lives God is worthy of God. And when we live God, we walk worthily of Him. And such a walk will lead us into the kingdom and usher us into the glory of God. This is the goal of God's calling. God has called us to enter His kingdom and glory. Well, that's it for today. Thanks for tuning in. Keep enjoying the Word of God.